0: This is Amida Switlow. I'm on Salt Spring Island and it's uh, the end of July, July 31st, 2009 and I'm sitting with my uncle Sikanda at a kitchen table outside on a beautiful sunny day. And we're recalling uh, Uganda and leaving Uganda. Sikanda, how old were you when you left Uganda? Oh,
1: around, around 40. I would say
0: prime of your life.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, where were you born?
1: I was born in Mombasa. Oh. Uh, uh,
0: which part of Mombasa?
1: This was. Uh, where did
0: you live in Mombasa?
1: It was a church uh, near the old fort. Oh, somewhere. Well, near there. Yeah, and uh, that's ah. a nice place.
0: Nice. And what was your father's name and your mother's name?
1: My mother's name was Khadija Khan Badu Dr. Haji. My father's name was Umedeli Nagji Walji hmm. and...
0: Uh, so, were you born in Uganda or in, Ke- you, in Kenya? U- in, you in, in Mombasa. And then you moved to Uganda when you were how old?
1: Well, we moved to Kenya, oh, okay. to Nairobi huh? in the uh, 1937 Huh. and we stayed there until 1940 Mm, we had a house just opposite city park Um, and then my father joined Pioneer Insurance Company and uh, on the advice of the Aga Khan and he established Pioneer in in Kampala yeah in the in the forties
0: so when you were young you went to school in Uganda then and then you were, uh, you trained, you you were one of the few that went on their own to study and what did you study?
1: I studied electronics uh-huh. and uh, I had done some courses before I went to Britain mm-hmm. and I had a great mind to be independent and I felt that my knowledge was not enough to start a <coughs> venture of my own. Mm. But I was very anxious to be independent, uh, particularly when I noticed the uh, attitude from the British, Mm -hmm. the white British uh, in Kampala, Mm -hmm. and I was not fascinated with that. And I thought to myself that uh, if I ever wanted to be successful, I had to be independent. And to achieve that, I had to increase my knowledge. And what I did was uh, work in several factories, hmm. like Murphy Radio Factory in Wallen Garden City. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, at the same time I worked there
0: huh.
1: in their service department hmm. to start with and gained a lot of knowledge there. And in uh, time, Whenever I had the spare time, I went for my further studies after mm-hmm. I'd finished my work.
0: Wow! So, you and did a combination work Combination study.
1: of that. Huh. And then uh, Pile Limited, uh, the… Uh, I had a letter on Pile Limited. What's who were Pi? Very anxious Pi. Oh.
0: oh, it's a company? Uh, yeah,
1: in Cambridge.
0: Oh, okay. <coughs>
1: And um, they heard of me, that he was a young guy who had done some studies, uh, correspondence studies in Uganda, he had increased his knowledge, he had worked for uh, Murphy Radio Factory where he was very successful. And um, they tested me out in uh, Pi Limited and they said my knowledge was good enough to be a research development engineer. Oh, wow. So, they took me in Uh as an assistant. Uh, development engineer and whilst that was in progress, I worked for Pi I also attended uh, evening classes, uh, engineering classes uh, where I did further studies and development studies and uh, as I progressed in my... uh, I used to study up to I f- used to finish my work at about 5 o'clock in the evening. Mm-hmm. I used to get a break for half an hour
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: studied up to 11 o'clock at night.
0: Wonderful. And this is all in England?
1: All in England. In, in, in so you in left
0: in Uganda as a young person, studied in England, came back and I remember had an ele- electronics store called?
1: Electronics Limited.
0: Electronics Limited. Um, so stereos, the what the did it sell? Uh,
1: it was more specialized in sound.
0: Sound, okay.
1: And uh, I had a very sophisticated workshop. Mm-hmm. The basis of that business was to be electronics. Is such a business where there was a lot of cheating uh, going on.
0: Oh, well, people weren't putting the the equipment that they thought they were buying.
1: No, they, when they uh, someone brought a, a, a product for service.
0: Yeah. They'd rip them off.
1: they ripped them off
0: uh-huh.
1: and I decided that that was not the professional behavior and that uh, our charges were not low but we were very honest on what we were doing. Initially there was quite a… Um, people didn't like because, you know, there were few parts and more labor being shown mm. which was the correct thing to do. But her workmanship was very, very good. good.
0: So I remember as a little girl going into that shop, and it was probably the first sound studio I've e- I had ever been in, in the sound um, where you could actually listen to the best sound. Well, so that
1: was in Udium House.
0: Udium House, that's. But
1: it. I think you you might
0: I don't remember you anything. might have been
1: too young. Yeah. At the time when we we had the first electronics on on. Um, uh, just opposite the Norman Cinema.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. We had
1: an 800 square feet showroom,
0: uh-huh.
1: a very sophisticated workshop, and yes. a, a little showroom.
0: Yes.
1: And uh, we became so well known in the country. Yeah. Uh, people started trusting us. They were very happy doing, bringing their products in for service and all that. Mm. And uh, very soon we started developing in business. Mm-hmm. We took several overseas uh, agencies and uh, distributed the yeah, products. Yeah, you
0: had stuff like Akai and…
1: We, we were Akai agents, Kenwood, Kenwood. food mixers and yeah. there were 25 different agencies we had. Wow. And uh, we distributed those products and serviced those products in the country.
0: Isn't that fantastic? So, I remember you as an innovative guy. First of all, you're doing the electronics, You. But you were also a boater, because I love boating, you uh, played tennis, golf and you married an English lady.
1: Yeah, well, don't forget that whilst I was um, um, enjoying my engineering work, uh, service work and all that, Mm -hmm. I also had a British patent.
0: Oh, oh, did you?
1: I had a vibration sensing device patent Oh. and I was the first person in the world to have Uh, developed uh, from a mechanical car burglar alarm system.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I was the first person to develop an electronic sensor which I patented. And then developed uh, a transistor circuitry uh, which uh, backed up the uh, sensor and, and from that I developed the first electronic car burglar alarm in the world. (laughs) That's
0: pretty good. So, totally innovative.
1: (laughs) Well, the sensor, Mm -hmm. uh, the Israeli government knew about this. The Israeli embassy Mm -hmm. came to know of this electronic sensor which had no contact points and uh, the whole concept of the electronic sensor was that it was completely camber free it had no context to make or break, but it was fully electronics. Mm. Uh, it sensed low frequency vibrations in vertical mode mm-hmm. and did the cancellation in the lateral mode, mm. because the lateral mode was uh, not desired since it would be interfering mm. uh, characteristics of the uh, the. So, sensor. for us
0: non-techies here, if you touch the car, it goes off. No.
1: No? The point was that if there was a low frequency attempt, because whenever there was an attempt on a vehicle, it was a a sensor, it was a frequency vibration between two to seven hertz frequency, and that is what the sensor was tuned to.
0: Oh my God, that's really sophisticated for those days.
1: Yes. But what happened that uh, the Israeli embassy realized this, and they called an engineer from Motorola, mm-hmm.
0: from Motorola.
1: Yeah, and they uh, they uh, they showed interest in the sensor, mm-hmm. and I thought they they were.